0: And so we're going to turn today's word, it's Isaiah 57,
1: Isaiah 57, verse
0: 18, especially verse 18, is today's word of the Lord,
1: 57,
0: 18. I have seen his ways, but I will heal him, I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners, creating the, f- oh, no, That's where it ends. (laughs) Mm. And so uh, I guess you guys can go to the restroom right now. But while we were there, uh, we've heard many things and we repented of many things. And what was amazing was that our children were very good listeners and many times we listen and we forget it but those ki- these kids they remember everything what everything means what everything signifies it's as if their heads their brains are like computers they just they hear and they memorize so it was i was very grateful and they were very precious and in this way i was very grateful to this church amen are you grateful as well and so, so as I was looking at um what what God has done while we we're there, I remembered a word in Hebrew. And and God gave me this word Laa and I was thinking, what does this mean? What does it mean? What does La'a mean? La'a mean. And as I was praying, I, I think I remember seeing this word somewhere. Seeing this word somewhere, so I looked for it, and I was correct.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So what is laha? What do you think laha means?
1: Because
0: as you look, you, you it it might become self evident. But I want to ask you what laha means.
1: Okay. And
0: so, uh, when Pastor Kim was preaching out of Hosea, when you look at the book of Hosea, during the reign of Jeroboam II, right? Jeroboam was a very wicked king. And yet, when you look at the book of Kings, It says that, like David, like Jeroboam. And a king that is like uh, David is a king that does well. But the king that is like Jeroboam did something wicked before the eyes of God. And so I realized how important it is about who is the king. Because depending on the king will depend whether the kingdom rises or falls. And one king that... uh, that went against this trend was Jeroboam. And so if you look at uh, 2 Kings, 2 Kings 14. It's Jeroboam 14, 23. Mm, can you hear me well?
1: Okay,
0: so Second Kings
1: fourteen twenty three. Okay,
0: so shall we look at this? Since it's short, let's read it all together. In the 15th year of Amaziah the son of Joash king of Judah, Jeroboam the son of Joash king of Israel became to reign in Samaria and he reigned 41 years and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord he did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat which he made Israel to sin he restored the border of Israel from Lebohamath as far as the sea of the Arabah according to the word of the Lord the God of Israel which he spoke by his servant Jonah the son of Amittai the prophet who was from Gath-hefer for the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was... V- uh, very bitter For there was none left Bond or free And there was none To help Israel But the Lord had not said That he would blot out The name of Israel From under heaven So he saved them By the hand of Jeroboam The son of Joash So up until this point And if you look here uh, Even though Jeroboam Was a very wicked king And yet through The prophet of Joash uh, Jonah um, God said that they would reclaim this land from from Lebo Hamath as far as the sea of the Araba and remember that during this time as Pastor Kim mentioned that during this time this was the time where the kingdom was kind of in their second uh, golden age but they were in the golden age it was actually uh, storing wrath upon them because when they are wicked if they were made poor they would repent but here god is they because they are wicked and yet they are rich they do not repent and i thought god maybe you made a mistake why did you make them rich but but what we see is is that it's not that he made a mistake but he made a promise he made a promise that they would grow but he never said that they would last forever and israel uh, was mistaken. They were deluded into thinking that it was because of their own excellence. It was because of their own strength. God remembered his promise, and because of his promise, he had favor on Israel. But Jeroboam forgot that promise. And this is similar to what we are now right now, right? People are forgetting God, thinking that we are making our own uh, strength, thinking that we are prosperous by our own strength and so you know just as after Jeroboam the kingdom of Israel would fall very shortly and yet uh who would have known after looking at jo- after looking at the reign of Jeroboam but we need to once again remember that and be vigilant and see where our blessing truly comes from see where our help comes from just because we are rich on, in, in what we see doesn't necessarily mean we are blessed. And so this word here is the word Raha. And so I prepared this um, PPT for the sermon, this PowerPoint presentation. Okay, this word Ra'a. It, it comes from the root to see. And let's look at what it means to see. If you look at verse 26, it says that, uh, For the Lord saw... And when I thought about this word saw, that I thought it's because our God doesn't sleep and He doesn't uh, grow weary. And so why did He all of a sudden, why did He all of a sudden help? Is it because He just looked at Israel right now? Why did He all of a sudden help while He was staying still for a while? This was kind of a a question that I had, that if God looks at all times, then when is it Ra'a? And so... But let's look at this. Let's look at where else this word Ra'ah comes out. Okay, let's read it together. It says, Abraham, Isaac, uh, uh, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who sees, rah'a, uh, God of Ra'ah. And so we proclaim uh, God of Ra'ah. And so this Ra'ah God that manifests himself before Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, oh God, um, sorry. <laughs> One <Hold> moment,
1: please.
0: <laughs> Okay, so uh, this word is like this word to uh, pay attention is to watch and to see. Um, These are words from Genesis. Genesis 12, 7. And then the next one is Genesis 22, 8 and 14. So uh, let me read this one, Genesis 22 Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son So they went, both of them And then verse 14 uh, So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide As it is said to this day on the mount of the Lord And so this word provide here, this word provide is the word ra'ah And so I'm going to give you a quiz regarding this a little bit later so think about it. Think about it. What what does it mean to provide? Why is this C, right? Uh, and then the next.
1: Okay,
0: next is God of Isaac.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, Genesis
1: 26.
0: Oh, um, and the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but on the land of which I shall show you.
1: And then also, um, I can't
0: read from here. And then so he will raha to Isaac And then So he said don't go down Don't go down Don't go
1: there
0: But if God raah, He guides us And then so Genesis 35 9, God appeared to Jacob again When he came from Padam Aram And blessed him
1: Okay, again, he Ra'ahs,
0: but what does he do? He gives us a blessing. He blesses us. So what is Ra'ah then? The Next, uh,
1: Genesis
0: 29, 32. 29, 32. So, uh, and Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, because the Lord has looked upon my affliction, for now my husband will love me. And so this is Ra'ah, and so can you see? Okay, so prepare, right, provide, uh, seize. Uh, and so now 16, Sixteen thirteen. 13. Um, so she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, you are the God, uh, you are God of seeing. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. And so we went to Bethlehem, and... And when we were there, uh, it wasn't a hotel, but someone's house. And so the first floor of that house uh, created a little worship hall uh, about the size here. And then from the second floor to the third, fourth floor, there's, there's um, accommodations. So the first floor is like a worship place is a sanctuary and second, third and fourth floor is a house. And so and so uh, and yet we're glad to know that there was a kitchen in each floor. And they gave me a, a a room for me to use alone, but the room was a closet. And so and so it was really cold but I was in this kind of place, right? And i thinking that, Lord, I came to show uh, the kids Israel, not Palestine. We came here to love Israel. And yet, if we have this much hardship, how can we minister? So I asked God to change our, our accommodation. But as we were spending time there, the heart that God revealed to me was God who took care of Hagar, God who uh, looked out for Hagar. And so what I came to think is, is that is that for Israel to be restored, it's waiting for the number of the Gentiles to be fulfilled. And so many of these, we feel, are in Palestine. And so it's important for us to be concerned with the Messianic Jews, but we also need to know the heart of the Palestinians and also minister to the Palestinians as well. But God poured out His heart regarding them to us and and we came to see how they lived and and this woman is a european woman and she got married to a palestinian to minister to the palestinians but a few years ago they built the wall around Palestine, making it so that there is no free, um, free passage. And if you want to, if you want to go to Israel, uh, you have to apply for like a visa for a, for a permit, and you can only go out in the time of permit. But even though she is not Palestinian, she was never given this. This um, permit, and so it's at, so like right now she cannot leave Palestine, even though her mom lives in Jerusalem and her sister lives in Nazareth, and yet she cannot um, move out to or even like even like travel, and there's not many opportunities to earn money in Bethlehem, and so many of the youth who are living in Palestinian. Palestine uh, They try to escape as quick as they can and go to Europe Whether they die or live live or, or, or survive to get out so that they can try to make money And so how they survive Is because I uh, Arab nations uh, continually provide funds for them, that that they can uh, fight Israel, right? And so their purpose is not to live, but their purpose is to um, uh, um, attack and destroy Israel. And so as I was listening to the matron of the house talking about how her daughter has no hope, and I was thinking that as I was listening to her that she sounds similar to our parents of NSIP. And I, I spoke to them and, and told them about how we should uh, comfort them. And the children were uh, agreed with me And so they wanted to bless them as well, because, because they could uh, um, commiserate with them. I'm going to have to do my best to summarize one moment then. Um, And so I realized how important mercy is, that when we have mercy, we can minister. Uh, I don't have to force them. I don't have to make them. But when they have mercy, when they have, um, what's another word that's good for this? Um,
1: uh,
0: uh, But anyways, so that this is what God is showing us is that we don't, it's not about we have to minister, but that we want to minister because of God's heart. Uh, because we can sympathize that's the word i'm looking for sympathize and so do you understand are you getting a clearer picture of what raa means so what does it mean this is a quiz what does raa mean raa means emmanuel what else does raa mean okay so let's summarize really quick Ra'ah. god of raa means God who sees, right? God who is seeing. And he is seeing. But he's not just uh, passing by and just, oh, I saw, I saw, I saw. But he um, observes, right? He observes. Okay, and he looks out for, right? As it says to look out for the lepers, look out for the... Right, this is the word Ra'a. And so what a doctor does, right? What a doctor does, that is Ra'a. And so Abraham left his home, and as he sojourned, that uh, he found God who watches over him. This is Ra'ah. I am nothing. God chose Abraham and gave him the child of promise, Isaac. And Hagar should not have been in the picture, right? Should not have been in the picture at all. And honestly, because of Hagar, uh, it became much more complicated. It became much more harder. And yet, God looked over her, watched over her. And revealed to him that revealed to her that is what raa is and and not only does he look but also he reveals himself right that is also raa right he doesn't hide he doesn't hide but reveals himself that is also raa and so and so it's not just seeing, but also being seen, right? So active and passive tense, right? If it's active, you are looking. And if you are, if it's passive, you are being seen. You're... And so Hannah, I am watching over you that you wanted to go to Israel. Chuna, I saw I saw what you wrote uh, at the wall uh, at the wailing wall. I Am watching and not only am I watching But I'm also uh, Manifesting myself and being revealed to you Kijun okay, used to say that she would have hoped that, um, that, that their entire uh, class would be able to go to, to Israel, and yet they went, right? They went, and how amazing is that, that God is listening to our prayers. Okay, and then next. This is Ra'a in, in Genesis. Even in um, Genesis, uh, in in creation, when it says that God looked and he saw it was good, this was also ra'ah. And ra'ah is used in many ways. It's also used in Exodus. And so let's look at Exodus. Exodus 2.25. 2.25. And then Exodus, oh, wait, no, wait, oh, uh, Exodus 3, 7. I have seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. And so is is the definition of Ra'ah becoming clearer to you? It's not just, oh, I see, I see, I see. No, but, but, I have seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. I have seen and heard, and I know their sufferings. And so, when God ra'as, it doesn't just end at seeing. When he sees, he works. Because he sees That's why uh, Things are transformed That's why things happen Because he has seen Amen And then next is Exodus 4.31 4.31 and then after that 14.26 And so he sees And worship came uh, okay, not not Exodus 12, fourteen twenty six. That's Second Kings fourteen twenty six, as we saw. Uh, for the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was very bitter, for there was none left, bond or free, and there was none to help Israel. And so, and so, there's a time that there's so much suffering. That whether bond or free, no, there was none to help Israel. That everyone was in such suffering. And God saw that time. And so I said, Lord, you should not work to such a wicked king. That's why they get mistaken. They get deluded into thinking that they're okay. Okay. If, you, if that king is to repent, you need to give them suffering. You need to give them affliction. But what did God say to me? He said, He is not the king of Israel. I am the king of Israel. And I have heard their affliction. I have seen their affliction. And e- even if their king is wicked, I have to watch over them because I am their king. I cannot kill all of them because of one wicked man. I have just done what I need to do. Why? Because I am their king. God rahats. And he restores this land. And he takes the spoils of war. And he enriches Israel. And so that grace comes upon us. Amen. So next. God who has the complete victory, Raha, uh, comes out in another verse that we like very. We like very happy. There's another very similar um, verse in Isaiah. Okay, Isaiah
1: 59.
0: Isaiah 59, 15 to 18. Right, truth is lacking, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. The Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought him salvation, and his righteousness upheld him. He put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on garments of vengeance for clothing, and wrapped himself in zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, so will he repay Okay, so he, Raha, he watched, he saw over them. And though we lose hope, we lose faithfulness, and everything is lacking, uh, we're entering into that time where uh, truth is lacking and everything uh, becomes wrong. But what the, where is our hope? Is that the Lord saw it. The Lord saw it, is our hope. And so even if there's no one to help, even if there's no one to intercede, his own arm brought him salvation. And so he who has that victory, he is bringing that victory, and that day is coming soon upon us. And it's not just on that day, as Pastor Kim always says, Right, That it's as if time uh, overlaps. And so this time is coming upon us even now. And, and so that grace is ours. And so though it's not perfect, already that Ra'a is upon us. Amen. And so next. As Pastor Kim was uh, doing the... Um, was doing the blessing ministry. He talked about Jesus, who is going to come to the temple. And here again, we see. Ah, uh, what? What is that verse? Is um, I cannot see from here. One moment. <laughs> boy 뭐 Malagi. Okay, uh, Malachi 3:12. Oh, so Malachi 3:12 and so do you see the characteristic yeah. of raa? Do you like Raah? Are you pleased with Raah? Okay. If you think Raah is difficult, just say Yahweh, uh, Jehovah Jireh. And so Jehovah Jireh is God provides, right? And so it's not just providing though. That's why I like the word Raah better, because because. So next, this is today's today's verse. I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners. And so there is this word that we know very well, which is shalom. And what does shalom? Shalom is peace, right? Peace, which means perfect victory. And also it means completion, perfection. And so, as they're talking about three um, meanings of shalom, right? When you buy a whole chicken, a chicken that when a, when you buy a chicken, Israel, they say that. Shalom. You you. When you're buying a whole chicken, right, without without it being cut, not even its head being cut, you say a shalom chicken, right? And so our kids wrote that that shalom means whole chicken, but that's what it means. Whole perfection. And another thing that shalom means is that uh, you have repaid the loan. That is finished. And then so when it says that uh, I will uh, heal him. And so that God will restore completely. And the amazing thing here is that on in April, if you look at our 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 calendar, it says the word Telo. Telo, which is the same word in Greek, and so Greek is telo, and Hebrew is is perf, is perfect is is it is finished, right? And so when Jesus says it is finished, what is he saying? He's saying that he is victorious, and it and that uh, that the uh, debt is paid, right? And so that's why Jesus says that it is finished, that um, I have fulfilled all things, right? Fulfilled, this word, fulfilled. And if that's the case, another word that we've heard very often is Nahum, right? Right, as it says in Kepernam, right, what does Nahum mean? Nahum means comfort. Or, you know, the prophet Nahum, right, comfort. And this comfort isn't just simple like um, tea and sympathy, but rather to Israel, this comfort that what it means isn't just simple comfort, but also, but also vengeance, right? Um, uh, vindication and 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 vengeance that that you have repaid the enemy. That I will. It's not just oh he 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 oppressed you. I'm sorry. It must have felt bad. No. But you go there and you and you um pay him back for the hurt that he has done to you. And so that's the comfort that God gives you. And so as he was using this word Ra'a, it says that as he Ra'ad, he has seen his way, as he sees this comfort, this nahum comes. And then rafa is a word that we know well, which is healing, right? Rafa. And we keep hearing singing this song these days, right? Yahweh Rafa, right, Shaddai Ide Adonai. So, all of these words are here. And what's more amazing is that he says that he leads us. And so, it's the same word as used when he leads us by the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. When where was the most perfect dominion of God manifest to Israel? It's in the wilderness. That God who hears everything Who leads them, who leads them not just by pillar of fire but can hear what Agan says, seeing what Agan um, stole, hearing every small little sound, leading them in that way, that kind of dominion, where to go, where to stop, knowing exactly, and the time. That is Ra'ah. And so with this meaning... Let's read this again. I have seen his ways, but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners. Okay, okay. is it comforting? Is it blessing to you?
1: Okay.
0: And so, so, here is the definition. Ra'a means to see. But not just see, but to, um, observe, um, to witness. It's not just seeing, but after seeing, to test, right? Like the word dokimasu, right? To test, meaning that there needs to be an action afterwards. And so even when he manifests, that's also ra'ah. And so this, uh, that the Lord will prepare, that he, the Lord provides is the word Jaira, right? God, Jehovah Jaira Meaning that he provides. That he himself sees. He himself Uh, watches. He himself understands. And so God is manifesting himself to us. He himself is helping us. He himself is watching over us. And so again, going back to today's text in Isaiah. Isaiah 57. Let's look at it again. So, these words were echoing in me, and it was very deep inside of me. So, if you look at verse 10, you were wearied with the length of your way, but you did not say, it is hopeless. You found new life for your strength, and so you were not faint. And so, though we are weary, because we still have our own strength, we do not, still, we do not say it is hopeless. God is waiting for you to feel As if it is hopeless In us Verse 11 Whom did you dread and fear So that you lied and did not remember me Did not lay it to heart Meaning that he did not ra'ah Why? Because you did it Have I not held my peace Even for a long time And you do not fear me So right here Have I not held my peace this is He did not ra'ah so he wants to help, but the reason why he doesn't help is because my strength is too strong, that I am not hopeless yet, that I have this, I have that, that my father is this, that I, am, I still have this, I have that, my son is this, my daughter is this, and so God waits, do it, try, do it, do it, do it, do, do whatever you want. But he does not ra'ah. He held his peace. So verse 12, I will declare your righteousness and your deeds, but they will not profit you. In verse 13, when you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. Yeah, go ahead. Try. All those things that you have served, those teraphims that you have served, see if they deliver you. Try so we may call him God but it is God for me right my God and and while we were in Israel we wanted to bless them and we wanted to go out at night and they said don't do it at night why because night is the time where we pray but uh, during the day we welcome Gentiles but at night it's time to pray so so please don't sing at night that, that's when true prayer happens but um, they when we were at the at the institute of the third temple right they have prepared for the next temple. It's all prepared. But when I look at it, it seems so old-fashioned. Right, right? Um, There's... Why do they have to still use harps? And old-style trumpets when uh, the um, when, when, when the instruments have become so much more better and, and yet and yet they make all according to the old style. And so you know when the world looks down on Israel, wouldn't Israel want to show them that they are they are better and yet and yet they do old-fashioned style. That Lord, please bless them. And so within me, I saw all the corruption in me that I say I'm trying to lift God up. And yet I lift myself up, that I want to also be lifted up with God, that that it's not just God being lifted up, but that I would also be lifted up, that I would also be acknowledged, that I would also receive commendation. And so I came to be ashamed as I saw that in within me. And and so though we say we serve God, never once has Israel cast away God, and yet they have been syncretic, right? They have been syncretic. And so it says that let your collection of idols deliver you. And so what do you cry over? What do you uh, worry over? What do you pray for? Is it money? Is it people? Or have you cried because of God? Have you rejoiced because of God? What gives you joy? What gives you sadness? What gives you laughter? That is what you serve. And so it was time for these idols to be shown in their futility. And especially as we went through this coronavirus, we realized how futile our service was. We realized how futile our strength was, right? Right, We spent that time concerned whether should we get vaccinated or not, um... But as I go around the world, what I realize is that, is that everywhere that was vigilant in prayer is being revived even after this coronavirus. Whether it's Malaysia, Korea, everywhere, we see God fulfilling them. How many churches are falling now as they wasted that time during the coronavirus? But now we're seeing... God revealing manifesting how how he has blessed us that he has saw seen us he has raad us and then in verse 14 and it shall be said build up build up prepare the way remove every obstruction from my people's way why why because it's time for their restoration it, so last time I talked about Haya and how does God design us that there's no difference between the rest of the animals? There is no difference, but what is the difference? Is that right? What does Jesus say? Do the birds. Worry about what they will do. Do they sow or reap? And do they worry about what they will wear or or eat? No, God takes care of them. And in the same way, it's the same thing to us that God, how much more takes care of us? And so we have taken futile concerns upon ourselves. We have taken futile burdens upon ourselves. Get how difficult the time of coronavirus was, and yet we are surviving, and not only surviving but thriving. And when we were in Bethlehem, and as we we're in Bethlehem, uh, we rarely ever in a difficult place when we go to the to hotels, or or, or we never go to uh, hard places, right? We're always in nice places so that we could focus on ministry. And these kids also went to go minister. And yet they are in such hardships, right? Uh, They can't even use electricity freely because the generator keeps going out. Right, as you make rice, the, the electricity goes out. Uh, as you use the microwave, the electricity goes out. And so as I was looking at this, I was so sorry to the kids. So we were trying to figure out a place to go. But God, as I was speaking with the teachers, that God, I, we came to realize that God sent us here for a reason. And that it's okay. And if it's okay, then it's okay. Then let's just stay here if it's okay. But but the moment we got there, Pyeonghwan injured his ankle. Or his foot. But he... And the very next day, he walked as if it was nothing wrong. I was thinking that this is God's grace. But it was grace. Okay, but he had a. Uh, I guess it's a, she didn't use the word blister, though, so I can't say it's a blister. But she said a wound, so like, I don't know exactly what kind of wound, but a wound in his foot, and... (laughs) And the rooms were so small, there was no place to put their luggage. And so I was really upset, and I wanted to move them. But the kids keep saying it's okay. They say that this is the RT. This is the RT. And so, as we were spending that time in in the morning, I was I would uh, I would unconsciously just start to confess that Lord, you are my shepherd, and I shall not want. And as I was saying this, I was astonished because look, we're in Bethlehem, right? And where is Bethlehem? Bethlehem is the city of David, and. The house that we lived in was the place where Samuel anointed David. And so God called David to that place, the place where David was anointed as king. And I thought that uh, he leads me besides still pastures meant that I'll literally uh, still uh, green pastures that I can see with my eyes. That ah oh, God is so faithful. But as you well know, is there any truly green pastures in Israel? Not very well. The, uh, only only a few weeks, and yet David confesses what that God leads me besides green pastures. Even though uh, even though electricity was going down. <sighs> And actually, one time the man came to fix the electricity, but he fell off the ladder and got hurt. And Songja says she saw a demon in the, in the bathroom twice. And then after Yoonji took a shower in the women's bathroom, uh, the, 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 um, the, the glass uh, divider in the shower uh, shattered. Luckily, no one got hurt, but but it felt as if the devil was saying, the demon was saying, get out of here, get out of here, but, but we didn't leave. And then, uh, so after the first day like that, second, third day, whenever the electricity would go down, we would go to the transformer and t- raise it up, right, raise it up. And so the kids would go up and raise it, raise up, would switch on the transformer And so we counted how many times the electricity would go down and they, and it went out a hundred times. And so they found fun in that and counting, counting how many times the electricity went out. And so they were hoping to, for the electricity to go down a hundred times before we leave. And so our children can find joy in all circumstances. Amen. This is why it's green pastures. So not just physical green pastures, but no matter the circumstances, that nothing is a problem. Even the energy going out is not a problem. Uh, No gas, no problem. Still being able to enjoy food. And so our kids remember Uh, chicken, and pizza, and being uh, grateful, being grateful to Pastor Mino Kim for always buying. And so, this God who provides. And so, no matter the circumstances, God who provides for us, who allows us to sing, who allows us to rejoice, no matter the circumstances, so our kids were trained you know might as well right if it's cold all you have to do is put on clothes and and sleep right and so uh, what they're laughing about is is that the kids one kid came with five new pairs of socks And came back with, or so went with five new pairs of socks, and came back with four uh, came back with four new pairs of socks. Meaning that that kid only wore one pair of socks the entire time. That's why they're laughing. So when we went to Don Hotel, they were really happy and enjoyed it. And so they came back with this heart for Israel. But anyways, and so in this way, God revives us. And so let's look at verse 15. For thus, uh, there's no way for us to go before God. There's no way for us to draw to God. And yet, how can we meet with God? Is that the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high place and holy place, and uh, and also with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. So, what is contrite and lowly spirit? We think a lowly spirit as like, oh, I gotta be humble. I gotta be humble. But, but what is lowly spirit? Sorry, I don't know this word. Chanada, Pichanada. One moment, Pichanada. Okay, just humble. So humble. Lowly, uh, coarse, crude, right? Like um, that's what this word means. That no one acknowledges me. No one uh, recognizes me. That's who God uh, dwells with. It's not to those who pray hard, to those who fast hard. To those who have no hope, to that lowly, contrite, to that humble, that he comes. He who is uh, in the high and holy place dwells with them, this contrite and lowly. And contrite is broken, right? That's what that word means, is to be broken. Someone who cannot um, be stubborn in their ways but is completely broken, welcoming whatever God says. That I do not, I cannot claim my stubbornness, I cannot claim my righteousness, my own ways. Just, I gotta wait until God comes. And then in verse 16. For I will not contend forever Nor will I always be angry For the spirit would grow faint before me And the breath of life that I made So God does not contend forever (laughs) Why? Because the spirit would grow faint before me He contends with us and he scolds us,
1: <sighs> <sighs>
0: <sighs> but he does not contend forever. Why? Because He's afraid your spirit will grow faint Verse 17 Because of the iniquity of his unjust gain I was angry I struck him I hid my face and was angry But he went on backsliding In the way of his own heart So in verse 17 It says that God struck him That he scolded him Right Because of his unjust gain I was angry And so What is unjust gain? It comes from your own will If you have your own will You have unjust gain You have greed so during the blessing ministry sometimes people say that oh, i've heard this for past 20 years why are you upset because you want to hear something but you didn't hear what you wanted to hear god is giving you what's best for you but but you do not want to hear it's the same thing with your places uh front back or high place it doesn't even matter it's It's the place that you want, right? It doesn't matter. It's not about what's it, what, what, right? That is greed. That is greed. I have to sit in the back. I have to sit in the back. I have to sit in the front. I have to sit in this corner. The corner. The corner. I have to sit in the new heaven. New heaven, new earth. Uh, That joke doesn't make sense in English. But anyways, um... If you are broken, if you're contrite, you will not fight, right? You cannot resist. You will not be stubborn. But if you are not contrite, you are hard. And so even if something tries to enter, you cannot go in. We have to go down. We have to go down the narrow door, right? But but because you are hard, you cannot even fit through. And so we need to be broken. We need to be contrite. And God will revive them, right? He will revive them. Even though it seems like you are Hopeless, God will revive the heart of the contrite. And it doesn't say that anywhere here that Israel uh, repented. Now, of course, being contrite and lowly spirit probably means repentance. But from God's perspective, what does he say? He says that, uh, but he went on backsliding in the way of his own heart. And then in 18, that what should I do for you to repent? Should I hurt you more? And yet all of a sudden in verse 18 he says something different, right? I have seen his ways. It's random, right? It comes out of nowhere. It comes out of left field. And, and then what does he say? That he will heal them. And he will lead them to restore comfort to him and his mourners, to those who are with him, mourning with him, to those who are suffering with him, that I will comfort them, not just Israel, but those who also mourn with Israel, that I will mourn, I will comfort them. And as I was continually praying that, Lord, comfort Israel. And when I came here, and so I came into this church, and uh, the moment I entered through these doors, tears came, tears came. But there's people worse than Israel here. So please comfort them. Please bless them. At least in Israel, there's places where praise comes. Praise comes. E- even the rain looks like doves, and the clouds look like doves. And so you can't help but see the heavens open up when you're in Israel. But here, no matter how much we sing, the heavens don't open up. And but look here, this is the peace that we receive. Is that restores comfort to him and his mourners? And so again, God is confirming his love for our church. <sighs> And so if you look at this 6,000 years, uh, right, a 1,000 years till Abraham, wait, what? Um, one moment. Uh, you know, until the, 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 the flood of Noah at that time, um, there was no difference between Israel or, or people living with angels, right? And so maybe in the last thousand-year millennial kingdom, it'll probably be the same. But if you look at Noah and Abraham, there are many angels. And so many prophets saying that many angels will once again start to work again, right? That the spirit, that the f- uh, veil between spirit and physical will fade. Will And so, um, uh, one moment. So in Israel it says that angels are sent to us by God but um, okay, but you know when it says that God is revealed, that's usually angels being revealed as manifestation of God's work and so. And uh, as Pastor Yoon was preaching last time, I, I, all of a sudden I stood up. And as I stood up, God gave me this heart of repentance and worship and reverence. And it felt like uh, the, 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 the fear that Mary felt when she met with Gabriel and the ah, when I got astonished, the ah is because the angel came. That's what she's trying to say. Yes, that angels come. Amen. That's what she's talking about now. Okay, so ah, yes. So that day I uh, I stood up because angels came. I didn't know at the time, but. But many angels are manifesting, that when God reveals, it's angels manifesting. And so there is this spiritual earthquake, a spiritual shaking, and many things are changing. And so though we were close to God, we did not recognize. But now in this new season, there uh, uh, what, what, did God, what is God saying to us, that, after, that through this coronavirus, that I have seen you, I have seen you, I have heard you, and there's no one to help you, but I will help you. And so let us cast aside our own strength. Let us cast aside our own potential. Let us cast aside our own possibility. Because what God wants from us is to be contrite and lowly spirit. And so what I pray is that, Lord, every day I pray, Lord, give me a poor spirit and a mourning heart. Because this constantly disappears. It fades inside of me. So, Lord... The times are so wicked. It's so hard to have a poor spirit. So I seek poor spirit every day. And so God makes available for us to become poor in spirit. And yet many times how do we respond? That, oh, I'm tired of this. God, when he makes the situation open for us to be poor in spirit we think that oh why do i have to go through this why do i have to go through this why am i why is what is this and so everything that we need to pour out before god we don't pour out before god thinking that i'm the only one who has hardship But let all our vessels be open to heaven. Amen. That there's no one to help me. God, you alone, you must reign over me. That when our hearts are this poor, when we say that there's no one else, that there's no one to help, there's no one to rescue me. that we would not be looking towards people, but look towards God, that, Lord, I have no help. And give, when we lift up this poor heart, when I am broken, when I am lowly, not not feel like a victim, but lowly, that, yes, Lord, this is who I am, that this is who I am, I am dust, I am but dust. And uh, if you were to strike me down right now, I could not protest. And so, Lord, I come before you. So I'm grateful for this Ra'ah. And I thought it was really strange that there was no words that says that they repented. You know, even in Jeroboam, the passage of Jeroboam in Second Kings, there's no word that says that they repented. And yet God sees, God saw, and God restored. And so when he rahas, he restores. And so this is a song that I used to enjoy. I don't know if I'll be able to sing, but... We, have nothing, we cannot do anything, Lord. Uh, I don't know how long I have to be empty like this, contrite like this, broken like this. I cannot understand. And yet, Lord, Lord, you see. And on that day, your will is done. As you see. As you see, reveal yourself that everything will be made beautiful amen so as we went through this time of coronavirus right we have we have gotten exhausted we have gotten weary we have lost many things we have we have hurt very many ways and yet Lord we pray we pray God raha God reveal yourself that you are living God and. Yeah. We are doing the ministry of Elijah. And what is the ministry of Elijah? It's that our God is the living God. And so And so God reveals Himself. He reveals Himself. So we are doing this ministry of Elijah. There are many attacks and yet and yet God is humbling us, humbling us and humbling us so that he can revive us, so that we can be the center of that hopeless people, that contrite and broken people. That, and so let us rejoice in that fact. Let us not feel like the victim. Let us not feel aggrieved. Do not be mourned of these things, but mourn because of faith, mourn because of faith, that those who plant, who sow in tears will reap joy. Amen? And so let us rejoice because God hears the voice of those who mourn because he is comfort because he is alive and he works and so inside of us it's not about memorizing the word about reciting the word no but Lord because you are will reveal yourself you are living God (sighs) Amen and so let your true worship rise up inside of us. Like it said in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that we, though we do not know where we go, that your leading will be more clearly revealed to us. And so, Lord, at this time, uh, you saw us and you heard us and you have seen that there's no one to help us. And so you will move in us and so rejoice in being broken rejoice in being made low because God will revive you he will heal you and restore you and lead you to shalom to that victory amen and so he is opening he has opened the door so let us pray hallelujah let us pray God who helps the helpless who manifests himself to the helpless so Abraham
1: Isaac said to Abraham
0: father father where is the offering and he said Jehovah Jireh God will provide in his mountain God himself will provide will ra'ah So I don't know what will happen, but he will provide. Even though, even though God says to offer your son, what did Abraham believe? Abraham believed that God will provide. God will provide. And so proclaim Jehovah Jireh. And so in faith continually. What is God saying to us through the New Year Blessing Conference, through the Blessing Ministry? What is God saying to you? Have faith. Hold on to faith. Hold on to faith. Let us cast aside the words that um, that fate, uh, makes us faint. Let us cast aside the words of unbelief, the words of doubt, the words of fear. But let us hold on to faith that He will reveal Himself. And so proclaim to the person next to you. He he will manifest himself. Or he will reveal himself. I guess that's easier. He will reveal himself. And especially the young adults who are going to ra- attend the young adult conference, raise your hands. Raise your hands and proclaim to them that God will ma- reveal himself. And so... God has saw has seen us, He has seen us, He has wrought us, and He will reveal Himself. It will be done to you according to your faith. Amen. And so let us pray, Lord. During that time, we have fallen to unbelief, and so please forgive us. God is Raah, God, and so Lord. Um, many times we question God why not me why not me why not me so forgive me for not believing in your help help us and so all the past we want to forget it Uh, that Lord we we cast aside our unbelief 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 though we may hear the same words every day that god will do his work so what we need to hold on to is faith in god though it seems as if nothing is happening he is watching even though abraham lost fellowship with god for 13 years after giving birth to ishmael God was watching and he reveals, God reveals, amen, amen. And so God, all this unbelief we cast aside, wash it clean with the blood of Jesus Christ. This community wants to rise up in faith, not faith in things, not faith in my circumstances, but faith in you, in my God, in my God, God who will reveal himself. God who is watching over me, who hears me, who will restore me. God comes me who fights for me who who takes vengeance for me this God who leads me into Shalom Shalom help us to cast aside all of our unbelief cast aside all of the pain that I feel the hardships that I feel that's not what defines my faith but that I would have faith in you